Clear Shots is brought to you by Pinecast. Use the code R-63F8FB to get 40% off your first four months. And that had only old school rap. Yeah. And it was that soundtrack was incredible. I thought Tony Hawk, the Pro Skater games had good soundtrack. Oh, too. the best. Yeah, the Pro best. Skater 3 is my yeah. favorite soundtrack. Yeah, 3. Plus 4 is good. good. Too. I like the soundtrack to 1 and 2. But those were the games that were most significant to me. Was that three three? had was three. three had CKY in it, yeah. didn't it? Yeah, that game was so good. Yeah, that, that game like, came um, out right in the perfect time of my early teenage years, where the only thing that mattered to me was CKY and Jackass. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and Jackass. it hit just right. See, I don't know how that worked if, um, because there were skate videos for each character. Yeah, and I think they might have picked their song. And that was what made the soundtrack. And Bam game. was in that game. It was and the his, first game his he video, got in. Yes, his video was CKY 96. Yeah, and you can game. also do sure, the yeah, jackass yeah. special move where you hit yourself in the face with a board and blood splatters everywhere. Yeah. Because yep. I remember there was uh, like one. AFI and a couple other bands in there. Uh, KS-One. <laughs> but Rodney Mullen's video in that was ridiculous. Oh, Rodney Mullen God. is The legend phenomenal. of legends. Like, the shit he does is just insane. I watched a YouTube video randomly uh, that was skateboarders talking about who their favorite skateboarder ever is. And Tony Hawk said his favorite skateboarder ever was Rodney Mullen. Mm -hmm. Well, Rodney grew up on, like, a farm, and he didn't have anywhere to skate. So everything he would do was flat ground, like, in the dirt and mud and shit. That's why he learned how to do, like, he's primos. The, and he's fucking... the most important skateboarder of all time. He yeah. really is. There was uh, a, the, there, there's a guy... Tony that... Hawk might actually beat him out just because of cultural significance, what he did for the sport as far yeah. as popularity. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, Rodney's probably the most important skateboarder. Him and Burnquist, like, blew up Burnquist. the fucking... Yeah, sort of like with how, the, the, the X Games like, in the, the 90s, stuff. 2000s. Like, yeah. like Tony, Hawk, Tony Hawk is, like... Michael Jordan, but Rodney Mullen is like Wilt Chamberlain. But then you also had Bam Margera, like just from Viva La Bam was was <laughs> that the popularity. Didn't make sense. <laughs> I feel like yeah, just, Bam Margera was super popular. I feel too. like just it was his, a big player. I, I think it was a personality skateboarding in the two yeah. thousands. Yeah, his personality brought people into skateboarding, and he was such a good skater. Yeah, I hope he I hope he gets back to anywhere near what he used to be. I mean, I saw the footage of him skating like. I mean, you don't lose. You don't, you don't lose it. It's just, yeah. You don't. You don't lose what. Because I, I can get on a skateboard now and probably three flip, but it's like you don't. It doesn't feel the same. You, yeah. you just have to get used to it again. Yeah. You you'll, you'll remember everything. Uh, when I was a little kid, I did. I never was like wicked good or anything. I, um, I didn't I'm get terrified of skateboards, dude. I didn't I get that. I, I used to. I used to like alley gaps and stuff like, like yeah. stair sets and shit when I was a kid, and I wouldn't fall. I just would get lucky, right? And then the one time I ever fell, I tried to jump like a way too big fall. Yeah. So I, it was like a, it was like a one foot ledge with like a eight foot drop There's, after. Yes. And I tried to ollie it, and I fell and like fucked my ankles yep. up, and was like, I don't ever touch a skateboard again. Yeah, that's fuck what this. I, your brother, your brother, and our friend Alex tried to teach me how to skateboard in the basketball court at Fitzhugh. And I tried to do an ollie, and I did it, and then they had me do it again, and I tried to do it the second time, and I twisted my ankle, and I went home, and I never touched That's the worst place to learn, because it's all divots and fucking, like, grass I'll say growing this. up through the cracks nine. and shit. I, I think, I think <laughs> like it was a combination of things, though. For some fucking reason, when I was a little kid, I just had some understanding of that. If I wanted to be good at something, I had yeah. to work hard at it. And I there's no good reason why. I just randomly did. And so I would I had like a practice regimen when I played drums when I was like fucking seven and yeah. shit. And uh but I skateboarded when I was like, you know, ten, eleven, twelve or whatever. And I'd already been playing drums for a long time by then. And I kind of like skateboarding hurt. 
it fucked it, I got hurt skating so I was like fuck this and I knew that if I wanted to get better at skating I'd have to put in time into it and I had already hurt. been putting time into drums yeah. and I went I'm just gonna keep focusing on drums and I mean drums ended up making me have bad knees and ankles anyways right yeah but I mean, you do have to skate a lot, though. Yes. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an all-day thing. Anything like that, that's such high- That's why you don't like, see- skill set, not necessity. Yes. That's why you don't see anyone skateboarding who's older than 16 years old. Because no. as soon as they're 17, they're like, I have a job. So yeah, it's too late. Yeah. I don't have Unless time you've already been skating forever yeah. and you made yes. it. Like if you're when your you're, brother and- Yeah, when you're Sam. that- it's like when you're that age, you're able to just skate all day. And I remember doing that. Like I would do that, yep. but it's just you, you, cause like you'd go out and then all of a sudden it's fucking dark out. And then you're like, Oh shit. I probably should do you want, beer. do you want a beer? I have a lot of beer. I've only had two. two. Yeah. I'll take a beer. Fuck it. Do you, want just, a beer. Do you like, do you mind an IPA? Sure. Yeah, that's fine, man. I'll drink whatever. I don't get great IPA. Though. Other got, than those fucked natty up natty daddy. daddies. Yeah, no chance. <laughs> I got you on a natty. I'm not leaving to go hang out under the bridge, so I'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did back in the day. My singer Pat, when Spire was still going, they had a podcast. They did called the Riff Cast. Fuck yourself. <laughs> and uh, gives him the daddy. And. Uh, I did that once because when they were when they recorded Structures of the Universe, they asked me to come hang out and kind of help them iron out any kinks in their recording setup so that yeah. they'd be ready to record the album. So I went there and like helped them uh, like make patches for like rhythm tones and stuff, and set up how to pull DIs so they could reamp their guitars and stuff. And afterwards, we did the do podcast, want, do you want a beer? and we t we talked on that podcast. They asked me about living in Oswego, and <laughs> it was amazing. And because they're from Syracuse and shit, and they were, I was just talking about how many, like how, like I work at fucking Bird Dairy, and there's I, a lot of most oh, of my customer base. That's is what I wanted to talk about. Middle aged guys that hang out under the bridge and yep. drink natty daddy yep. and shit, or skateboarders. What, when someone is buying Natty Daddy, it's never good. It's what, never a good what thing. Is the They're first always thing unhappy. They're always in a bad spot. What comes to mind for me when I'm selling someone Natty Daddy? Well, you already know when they walk in that they're buying Natty well, Daddy. Well, usually when they walk in, you can tell, yep. Because they have a grocery bag with like seven cans in it that they're yeah. turning in for thirty five cents off of the Natty Daddy that they when they handed you the bag of cans, they natty took off full sprint to the beer right. cooler to go grab Natty Daddies. Or it's just you just know you dude you can just see yeah. it in their face they have a smell things are not good <laughs> they across have a the board in, a, in their uh, life nothing's good and they yeah. are resorted to natty daddy there's like a vibe that you get I wonder how Grafflos feels when people scour the 50 cent bin and then they pay with all change. Uh, they're probably <laughs> comfortable with it because Garofflo's is a very shady place. Yeah. <laughs> so to them, there's not a time where I don't even Garofflo's where there's not someone sketchy in there. Garofflo's used to sell fucking whippet cartridges, dude. Illegally, you couldn't. You're not supposed to be doing that. And you could you could just go buy a box of CO2 canisters for your fucking. Uh, like whatever it is that you make whipped cream with, and then a, people would just take them and huff them. We live in, a and they knew it, and they dude. just. Still I was sold just them. talking about whippets today too. Yeah, yeah, we do live in a simulation or some shit. Yes, I don't know, and I don't put any focus yeah. into it. But it's like metal doing gear. shit. Like metal I've never done whippets. Have you guys ever done whippets? Nope. No, Seen people do it a shitload. Refuse to do it because it's so dumb. We were talking. I was talking. I've done a lot of dumb shit. I've done a lot of dumb yeah, shit. Really I've never done what stupid dude. I've Whose drank... fucking idea was that shit in the first place? I don't know. I've I've like, <laughs> like drank cough fuck? syrup. Dude, fucks your like... shit up, apparently. Yeah, apparently it's great. Yes, there was there's girl... other ways. To I wouldn't do that. say great. That's an interesting one. There's I wouldn't other ways say to apparently do it. it's great. I'd say apparently it fucks your shit up. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, nothing no. good about I, it. I, no. Everybody I know or ha everybody that I, I know that has done whippets says it's amazing, it's, yeah, okay. which is leading me to this next story that I've definitely told before. That's because those people are I'm now excited. fucked up. Those uh, people are f fucked up. I feel like it does something permanently to you. Oh, what it definitely drinking is. shipyard? I've never heard of it. It was in the 50 cent bin. There it is. Shocker. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, isn't that bad? It's an IPA. It's whatever. It's free. 
it's all right. I've had it's worse heavier. beer. Nine, There's a natty daddy on the table, so I've had worse nine point two five percent doing that. Oh, that's good. That's nice. That's like a, that's like a bottle. That's of wine. wonderful. That's about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you're not driving, are you? I am. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, but obviously, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna not going to get drunk. Yeah. Um. So I think I've told this story before, but uh, uh, my buddy Sam used to live on Van Buren Street. And this was uh, about a year ago now. Shout out to Van Van Buren. Shout out to Van Buren Street. A lot of memories there. A lot of bad times. There's a reason why none of us live. Yeah, there fuck anymore. Sam. Fuck yourself. No, Sam. If Sam, you're listening you're, you're you're Fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you. The shout out goes to Van Buren, not yeah. Sam. <laughs> shout out to Sam. Obviously. Shout out to Sam and shout out. <laughs> shout out to Sam. Shout out to Dan. And I don't even remember the girl's name that was involved, but. I know that she was with Sam at the time. And if he's listening, he's sweating right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> he, <laughs> dripping sweat. Dude, he is not going to be happy if he's listening to this. Yeah. So Fantastic. I shouldn't have said his name. <laughs> Rip, let's hear it. So you we're didn't say his out. last name, did you? We're, we're hanging out. No. We're hanging out. He's at, in the clear. He's at, in the clear. At the yeah, house. Yeah, we don't know what Sam it is. Me, Dan, and Sam are hanging out at the house. And Sam's wicked excited. You know, we got... We got booze, we got Bud, we got uh, both Xboxes hooked up to play video games, whatever, or both PlayStations, whatever it was. And uh, he he's wicked excited because we're finally going to meet this girl that he's been with for a few oh, months. Oh, boy. Here we go. And she so, ended up being fake. <laughs> so she comes over. She comes she was over. She not real. She was Mante Teo's girlfriend. She, I have a story about that that I am she, not going to talk about on she, the air. Honestly. It's mean, but she, I'll tell you later. She's pretty pretty good looking too she she was a solid like 8.1 quite specific was a solid 8.1 interesting she had a i mean fucking, that's over eight though she so. had amazing legs and just an amazing butt okay the rest of her cool, was, was pretty all right but yeah yeah i can totally picture this now so yeah just, <laughs> just picture an amazing legs and picture assy mcgee yeah <laughs> <laughs> So she comes over, and we're excited to meet her. She's really cool. We're talking about music. Uh, we were listening to Dream Theater, and Ooh. she immediately knew what song by Dream Theater it was. So immediately, I'm like, this girl's fucking dope. And she goes, oh, you get, we're, we're, we all drank gin and tonics or Tom. We were on a huge gin, gin tonics for a good. long time. And that's, cool still that. my, that's still my that's staple drink. is Tangray tonic. So she goes, oh, well, I brought a bottle. Pulls out a bottle of absinthe. Now, in hindsight, this should have been a caution flag, but yep. I was already drinking and I was like, I've never had absinthe before. I've only heard of it. I want to try this shit. Right. So we crack it open. And, and it was real absinthe? Uh, not the shit that makes you trip, but yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's what you I'm getting You can't get at. that. In you New can't. York no, you're not getting that shit. But uh, you can get absinthe without that one thing that makes you hallucinate, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Which is wormwood. just still, I think it's wormwood. It's wormwood. Yeah. It is, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> so we're drinking not, the absinthe. Not my old I was gonna say yeah. wormwood, not the is it, sir? <laughs> <laughs> So, so we're drinking the absinthe, and by this point, this is like a half hour in. We're all feeling really good. The Shout out to wormwood, by the yeah. way. Shout I'm pretty sure wormwood. it's also a star in one of the constellations. Yeah. Sure, and, uh, yeah. So it's like that's where you guys. This got shit's from strong. Not, it's like not a, it's not like from absinthe. It's like a hundred thirty proof. Yeah, it's and strong. it's really strong. It's really good. It goes down way smoother than you'd expect. It's like a really, really strong, piney, licorice, minty flavor. That's it really, fair. It's really hard to describe, but it's good. I like it. So Sam goes to the bathroom, and this girl turns around. I remember her name now. I almost slipped it, but I'm not yeah, going to say Yeah, don't do it. Don't do that to her. her it's all good. Yeah. So she goes, oh, hey. She goes, babe, can you grab me a towel from the bathroom? And he goes, sure. Man, this ain't going anywhere good. So we're thinking, oh, maybe she spilled her drinker. Maybe she spilled her drink or something. No. And this is real bad. <laughs> oh, God. Spills it everywhere? Yeah, spills it all Can over. Can you give me everything. a towel? No. <laughs> no. So he gets the towel. And Dan goes, what, did you spill your drink or something? And she goes, oh, no. No, it's fine. I just need to use it. And we're like, what? And Dan and I look at each other just the way you looked at me just now. We look just at each other. Like, we look at each other, and I immediately take another shot of absinthe, and I'm like, what the fuck's about to happen? Yeah, you guys she are pulls at each other out. Going, this is bad. She pulls out 
a fucking giant can. Dick. And I hope if you're watching this video, if you're watching the video, I'm not kidding. It was this big. Her dick? A, a fucking can of aerosol hairspray. What? Wraps the fucking hairspray up in the towel oh. and just starts huffing hairspray in front of us as one ought to do when you're meeting your boyfriend's best friends right, for right, the first right, time. Right. And we look at Sam and he immediately goes pale and looks at us. <laughs> Dan and I start fucking dying. And she goes, what? And I go, are you huffing hairspray right now? She goes, yeah, it makes me feel like I'm one with the earth. <laughs> Hairspray. Hairspray. Possibly the most synthetic chemical ever created yes. by human beings. It's 100% the, the chemicals. least natural. And I just remember that at one point, Dan texted me while we're all sitting there. And after the first five minutes of her huffing hairspray, mind you, we were having a conversation. And you just hear every few minutes just... <laughs> <laughs> okay, go on. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? At a certain this? point, you might as well just drink the fucking can. So that's gotta be it, so bad. I felt so bad she because had, Dan and I left. We left, yeah. and we were dying. And we're like, we gotta, we gotta do something. So we went to Wendy's. Bad idea. Went to Wendy's, got a bunch of food, and came back, and like. <laughs> she, we sit down we keep drinking and she goes did you guys leave because I was huffing hairspray or did you really just want to go to Wendy's and Dan's like oh no no we just we were really hungry and I look at her, <laughs> I look her dead in the yeah, eyes yeah, and I go you were fucking huffing hairspray I go how do you not understand what's going on <laughs> how do you and I just start dying you know it was a bad move I because just, you brought it up and said I did you guys leave because I did this horrible right thing? I, yes. st I yeah. started fucking dying like so hard. Yeah, but at least she felt like one with the earth at that. And point. then <laughs> eventually Dan went home, and I hung out, and it. She literally went through two full cans of hairspray. That is one night. That is just savage. That's dude. my story about huffing. Jesus. Now, yeah, you know what? You don't. I'm gonna just say you don't want to do it. Yeah. Cliche uh, podcast is on indoors huffing. Trust me, hairspray. Yeah. Mm -mm. So if you ever go out and you huff hairspray and you get something bad happens and you you're like oh well Jake was talking about uh, hairspray it sounded really cool I want to be one with the plants right. fuck you and eat a dick don't yeah, huff hairspray hairspray is not gonna get you there guys <laughs> I hate to say it I think there's other ways to be one with the earth yeah just drink cough syrup faggot <laughs> sure <laughs> just get just get CO two canisters and go the the right way just drink nicotine salts yeah. like yep. <clears throat> Don't do that. You'll die. <laughs> um, no, there's no. So, yeah, I fucking that. that is probably the craziest thing I've seen in person, like the most mind blowing thing other than when I we talked about this before, when you lived in the house behind mine that my that my dad rents out. Right. And uh, we got invited. Graham and I got invited to a party over there and it, we immediately walk in. We don't see Seth. We don't see Cass or anybody else we know. It's people you actually know, yep. Yeah. Real and good it's sign. all a bunch of fucking, you can tell they're dirt balls. Wicked sketchy Real people. Sign. And mind you, this is a house that I help my dad like get ready for these people to move into. And it's completely trash. Place reeks of bud, reeks of cigarette smoke. Tons of people that, yeah, that I don't know. Obvious. And yep, that's a given. I don't remember who it was, but they were like, oh, yeah, Seth is upstairs. And we're like, all right. As I and always was in that house. We walked, by the, we walked by the bathroom, and we look in, and it was just two straight fucking floozies snorting something off of the kitchen sink. And I looked at Graham, and Graham looked at me, and we're like, we're leaving, like, right now. Yeah. And, like, as we were leaving, they were like, oh, you want some of this? And people, like, were just piling into the bathroom to snort shit. Did you do it? No, I was 15, 16. How old, how old were you when you lived there? I have no what a idea. pussy. I was, too, I was too close to home base, dude. If that house was on the west side, I would have been all over That's it. That's my biggest regret as a person. And it, it worked out okay. It was Wait, a what? false alarm. Never doing coke? 
No, I did a lot of coke. I was gonna say, <laughs> but, <laughs> but that and the coke is not my regret. The regret is that at Fourth Street, Seth used to come hang out with us because so like Seth and Maddie and Schwalik were the three people that were way younger than us, Who's Maddie? but we're still cool. Matt Sawyer, yeah, my, oh, okay. my cousin Matt, yeah, yeah it's okay. mine and Jake's cousin Matt. Um, oh, uh, Michaela's brother. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah yep. Our uh, older brother. That's weird. We might um, be related. Who you and I? How are you related to Michaela? Let me get back to you on that. Jesus. <laughs> Shit. Okay. That's my mom's side of the family. Oh, okay. No so, well, because uh, my mom was married to um, her uncle for like ever. It was my stepdad friend. It's probably like a legal thing. And they're split up now, but who gets I think fun. her mom was married to my uncle. I love, um, maybe every time there's maybe. a conversation about like relatives, I feel like it's old people talking. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's Always. the only people that talk about who's related yeah. to who and like who's. But not even. Not like even my, my mom story. signed this and this. They were married to this, and then in yeah. 1980s. And as we get older, we're gonna that's going to be that. us. Yeah, we're already we're doing it right now. Yeah, but, we are, I'm yeah. only 22. Um, <laughs> I got to grow, fucking grow up, get older. Yeah. <laughs> the the point I was making though is yeah, that yeah. I regret is that at Fourth Street we were just burning the candle at all ends. Oh we, yeah. We you know we were. I mean, it was every day too. Though. We were young kids with no clue how to handle what was going on for us and we weren't even like a big band i mean i would just go over there whenever fans and we didn't know how to handle yeah so we would just throw parties and invite everybody over yeah so every day at fourth street was a fucking party we would smoke once all day we'd be drinking yeah i would just go over there whenever because i knew someone was going to be there if you knew you knew you were good you were in with the band circle so you knew that if you walked in and anybody that was in our band was there you were good clint Clint would be there yep even even the other guys in the circle what's going on man or like paul's best friend at the time nikki b uh, yeah. Nick Bartholomew. Yeah. If he was there, and you, it was all good. Everybody, yeah. all of our our tight circle. Like there was like the band, and then there was the immediate circle of friends surrounding the band that yeah. were actually cool. And then there was five thousand people that would was, show up, yeah. and they were just sketchy. And, we and then Christian. <clears throat> that was. But that's what I'm getting Christian. at. Yeah. Is that at Fourth Street when we would do coke? Fucking Christian was there sometimes, <laughs> sitting in like like being young guy. No one knows. Yeah, where I'm sitting, guy, no one knows. In between us is Christian, who's 11 years old, and he's yeah. going because he thought he was meeting you at Fourth Street. Jake's not there. Paul's not there. None of, none of our crews there. Yeah, <laughs> I show up with Maria back when I was dating Maria, uh, when we were like 18. And me and her show up because that's what you, that's what all of us did. Even yeah. you, all you guys, you, Schwalik, Maddie, everybody, you, we would all just like whatever End the word there. is, converge or whatever yeah. to 4th Street. And then we would all hang out and it was the best. But I walk into 4th Street, there's, like I said, complete stranger that I don't know. And it's our fucking place. Yeah. Another stranger, 11 year old Christian by himself. You're not there. None of the other burn guys are there. No one's there. And he's just sitting there in a room with two like middle-aged guy strangers and they're cutting up and lining up lines of Coke on the coffee table. And he's just sandwiched in between them. Terrified. I walk in and I go, what the fuck? I'm like, Christian, what are you doing, man? You should, you should come with me. And he's just like, I was just waiting for Seth. And I go, who the fuck are you guys? And they're just like, oh, uh, we're friends of Polly's. I'm like, are you actually? They're like, yeah. So then Polly walks in and goes, who the fuck are you guys? And I go, you're leaving. You guys are leaving because fucking just sketchy people would show yeah, up in our place weird. and just walk in. That's fucking scary. Yeah, it was scary. Really scary. That place had a lot of things happen that were real it scary. It wasn't even like that big of a spot. No, like, tiny there was a couple spot. rooms and then there was the bedrooms. Two ba- there was two bedrooms, a kitchen slash dining room. Yeah. A, I'm sorry, a kitchen. Then there was the dining room, which was just beer pong table number one. Then there was the living room, which was beer pong table and number two. Like the, and uh, we had the couch and stuff in there. Yeah. And that was my favorite memories of Fourth Street was that every single night, and you had to have been there for so many of these. But I know Maddie was there all the time. Schwalk was there all the time. And like Nikki B and all of the like immediate friends of the band. Justin Townsley was there a lot because he yeah. was dating Crystal before she well, passed away. I love Townsley. Um, yeah, he's a good guy. Townsley, I like Townsley, yeah. Um, 
He lives right next to my he's, grandma. He's, he's I'm always going to have a connection nice with him because he's, he's a fourth nice street, you know, he's a fourth street guy. Um, but all those people would always be there. And every night we would roll a super fat blunt and then everybody would, would get into that living room. We'd yeah. sit in a huge circle with like 20 people and we would just rip a blunt or maybe even two. And they would just circle. Everyone would get high and we would all just talk about our days and just shoot the shit. Yeah. And it was the best thing in the world. Yeah. No one, nobody's getting hurt. Nobody was partying wicked hard. That's what should have happened. Yeah. That's what should have been best. all the time. Right? That's what it should have been all the time. And instead it was always yeah. wicked fucked up grimy parties mm-hmm. with people showing up. We didn't, no one knew. They would just crash the parties and shit. That's what I miss about like it was Van, tough, man. It was a Van tough Buren time. was yeah. cool when I was living there. I only lived there for like four or five months. I remember got, my uncle even went out there bad. too a couple times. To a fourth street, he did. Yeah. yeah, we had a we had a couple big shows, like when like Cri- the one at the barn, like when Fallbrook Barn, the CD release yeah, show. Fallbrook. We all went. Everybody that's here, come to our tiny apartment. Yeah. That's one twentieth of this barn, and so many people showed up. Um. Another big one was when when Crystal died. Um, we had the probably the best show we ever had of the classic Burn era, like the first album with yeah. Paul and shit, was the show we had at Red Planet Skate Park. That was it was like a show oh, yeah. they put on as like a uh, memorial to Crystal. I was I was headline, there for that. I forgot and that, that show was sure. awesome. It was a good show. I was only like after that, we went back to Fourth Street and partied with a ton of people and stuff because we were so, we were trying to celebrate her life, you know. Yeah, that's what you got to do, man. They they still do, as far as I know, every year. Joe and his family they have a big pirate party for her and stuff. Really, is, that's, that's cool. just so cool. That's yeah, really cool. That was um, yeah, that's the thing too. Is uh, I want to get into the celebration of life thing because that's a whole discussion. That I've it had is. with sure, other people, sure. but also like when you think about the good times, it was a quote from The Office. I think it was Andy said it. He's like, "You never know you're in the good times until until gone. after." Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like, that's tough, just man. now like you did you meet you met Ray, Black Ray, my buddy from uh, college lived with me. Maybe li- from Harlem. I he stayed, I probably did if it was at Jones. He's he, I've yeah. been at Jones. Yeah, he's, he's he there. stayed at Big Wes's house. Uh, this was fucking four years I, ago. Shout out to be, shout out to Ray. That might be the epitome in my in my personal life. That might be the the ultimate. You don't realize you're having good times until you look back. Yeah, it's just when I when I think of. Brennan Trail. Like, I just think of the, I look at that house, I'll see that house in my dreams for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I think about it. And just all the times we had there, man. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it was like, Ray and I were talking on New Year's, we talked for like a fucking half hour about like, you know, all the stupid shit we used to do and like, he's, he's got a kid now and he lives in fucking Carolina, one of the Carolinas and he's doing wicked good for himself. East and it's Carolina. Like, cool. <clears throat> and East he, Carolina. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like we were sitting there, we were talking, and like we were talking about how there, uh, we lived in a building. It was called H three, but they called it Hood three because it was the cheapest uh, housing mm. for students. And so there's me, fucking white, tiny white kid, tennis player from Oswego, super huge nerd, and then there's Ray, like twenty one year old, like like fucking black dude from Harlem that like he ca- I remember we were talking about that's one of the cool things about college yeah like, we were talking about people the, of all different backgrounds yeah. and ethnicities dude, and so many people from and you have common so ground great. and you end up meeting people you you are friends with for the rest of your life I remember we did my room we called our area the corner because we were in the corner of the highest floor on the men's side of the dorm Sure. And it was, my room was way at the end. So we had the, we had the biggest room in the whole dorm or of the whole floor. And, uh, we were 458. And then next to us was, uh, Jordan, Ronaldo and Ramsey. And then to the next to us was Eddie. And then second semester was Chase. Uh, and then Ray and Shane lived like right there too. And we were just talking about like how we all met. Uh, my buddy Mike, good, really, really good friend of mine. I've known my whole life. We played tennis together all throughout high school. Dude, I didn't even know you played tennis. Dude, I was like, I really swear, good. I, never I was really knew good you at tennis. it. So you're saying that, not like you just said that you're just this nerdy white dude from like upstate New York that played tennis. And I went, 
that's how you identify yourself? <laughs> a tennis player? Yeah, that's what I went to. Because I, to I me, went I'm to, like, what the fuck? I went to college to play tennis, and then I ended That's up, real? Yeah. I you went to college for tennis. Yeah, that's why I went to OCC. The tennis coach actually watched Mike and I in the playoffs, and uh, we won the first round, lost the second round in uh, overtime. Like and, doubles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Dude, Mike was Mike and I were so good together. We were so fucking high every match. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking retardedly high every fucking match. <laughs> That's how you slow everything down. So when I but, when I first met you over at Jonesy's, I always just knew you because I did you were like a Taekwondo too. teacher. Yeah, yeah I, I did that too. And but uh that I always have max respect for. Yeah, that yeah. Shit's cool. that, that was that was a really cool time in my life too. Uh but we were talking basically what yeah, I'm getting yeah, to continue, is like sorry. Ray and I were talking about how we first met, and he's like, we would have we met anyway, but it was the first day moving in, and uh, my dad was telling me, he goes, if you want to make friends, and he's telling Mike and I this, he's like, if you want to make friends, he goes, oh, also we had a roommate, Carlos, which is, he's a wicked cool dude, uh, like full fucking Puerto Rican guy from Seneca Falls, also played tennis, but was also like 300 pounds, but was also the best player on the team. Jesus fucking the missile dude he would just hammer everything well you could cover a lot of space too. but the thing is is <laughs> yeah me nice. me mike and carlos were diehard college football and diehard pro football fans mm. so and you know so we immediately gelled with carlos on that mm-hmm. and my dad was Got like well if you guys want to play if you guys want to make friends you guys just keep your door open and like make people think that you're having a lot of fun, even if you're not. Right. So that's we're sitting so there real, and dude. literally that's so, dude, OCC. That's so yeah, real. Literally the first day we keep our door open and you know, this guy Jordan is moving in next door and we go in and help him. And he likes sports. He was more of a baseball guy. So we had Jordan hanging out with us. So now there's four of us. And then Ramsey's moving in. He was a really he was on the basketball team from uh So he's a basketball yeah, guy. So he's yeah. a basketball guy. He's actually him and Ray got me into basketball. So he's hanging out with us. And then uh Ronaldo is moving in and we're helping him move in and it was him and his girlfriend. So by like by the end of everybody moving in, by the end of the day, we had like fucking six people in our room. Seven. And that's people, day one. Maybe seven people. And yeah, day one, we had three TVs going. We had like two K on one of them. Ramsey brought his Xbox in, and then we had the big TV with Madden, and then the other TV like Mike was playing WoW or something, and people were watching him play WoW. And I remember at one point, uh, we closed the door because we were about to smoke. First day classic shocker yeah. <laughs> and we hear a fucking like on the door and i look and it's this this fucking like it, <laughs> now that i hesitated it makes it sound bad but it's just like this fucking like jacked black dude outside and i look out and i'm like who the fuck is this guy and i, I hope i crack the door open and i go what's up man he goes yo uh he's like i forgot my charger when I came back to school, he goes, you got an Android charger I can use? I'm like, yeah. And then I look at him, and he's wearing a New York Giants shirt. And I'm like, you're a Giants fan? And he goes, yeah. And I go, you're not fucking coming in. And I slammed the door on him. I opened the door. I told him I was joking. He came in, immediately headed off. Because I'm a Cowboys fan. He's a Giants fan. It was just, it was just weird looking back, dude. I, wanna, I, I almost want to cry because, like, you know. You're not getting that back. Ever. Ever, ever. You're not getting that. The only way you get that back is to form relationships like that with new people. Yeah. It's just well, so hard to do the older you get. Yeah. It still happens. It still happens for sure. Yeah. It's happened and, to me. And there's always a thing You also got to like, not fuck those up because I am notorious for that. Yes. Like, yeah, you don't want to fuck them up. That's, also, that's what I mean. Like, I feel like you don't want to. You don't want to isolate yourself either. That was you like, have to still take yeah. the risk like of getting out my, there and meeting people. My it's biggest tough, regret. Well, there's always one person that has an issue with another person. Yeah. And then because of that, that whole group is kind of stays apart from... Yeah. Like my my biggest regret at 2018, I met these two people over the summer that were like that I worked with sort of. They're they're both uh, nurses, and they invited me to hang out with them, and I hung out with them all the time. And uh, I was going through a really bad time, and I was drinking a shit ton, and now I'm not part of that group anymore. <laughs> yeah, which is another part of the reason why I'm not getting you know. Well, to be fair, all the time. to be fair. 
Um, these probably are the good old days too. You know? These are because one day we'll probably are. not yeah, we'll be look doing back a podcast at all this too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And that's what's crazy. Maybe that one day this be... podcast will blow up. Which I mean, if you keep doing it, it, it sh- you know, which was the big, will. which is the big news I wanted to get into too earlier is that uh, I my uncle knows somebody that uh, tours stand up comedy nationwide. Word. Was talking to him today, showed him the podcast, thinks we're hilarious, and he mentioned that I always wanted to get into stand-up. So, he's coming back to a swiggle in April, and wants to fucking show me the ropes and stuff, and give us tips on podcasts and comedy Stuff Insane. like that. That was the big news that I Insane, messaged this fucking man, chat that's about. Incredible. He fucking he talked to me about that like this morning, and like. Comedy is literally, like, the one thing that, like, stand-up is the one thing, if I could do anything, and just make, like, my dad's salary on it. Like, not even make him six figures. Like, if I could make 50 grand a year doing it, mm-hmm. yeah, stand-up man. comedy. Yeah. So, it's really cool. But yeah, anyway. I've had, I've had a lot of people tell me that I should do stand-up, and I'm always just like, It's scary, off. dude. I did, I did a couple open mics, like, to try it out, test the waters, when I was in college. Like you could go up there and like, oh, if you're a, if you do music, you go up there, you do, you know, whatever. And I did like stand up stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Slam poetry. <laughs> but yeah, so that was like fucking crazy. That's cool, man. So you should, that's going to take be, it seriously. Yeah. I really, I got shit. a couple bits for you. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. That's the best thing. I have one about, there's one about, uh, how hoodies are the only, um, shirts that are allowed to have pockets. <laughs> It's not even true, though. <laughs> it kind of is. What other shirts? I mean, you only get the T-shirt ones like with this. a pocket. That's, that's a shirt it. with a pocket. It's just that one, though. That's Still, it's a pocket a on a shirt. What you, uh, right. He's talking about hand, he's talking about hand pockets. Yeah. <laughs> but those are pen pockets. Nobody uses I get those. You. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know what you use those for is the pocket squares. That's the only thing they're used and for. Pocket protector. And no one uses, no one yeah, uses pocket no squares either. No one uses a pocket protector. That's they should. No Dude, pocket protectors and plungers are the same thing. What do they even protect? Ink. Ink. They stop ink from getting in your pocket. <laughs> so yeah, it's just for pens. That's all. It's yeah. for pens. That's fair. Yeah, okay. I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's not gonna stop a bullet. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel it's hoodie pockets. She has like fucking crazy bags and, like, lining it. But the thing is, like, it's not gonna stop a moth from like yeah. eating your shirt. You know, no, no, even unless with, they have moth just ball. Just put pockets. one moth ball in there. <laughs> that you never get spoken to by a woman ever. Ever. <laughs> you walk up with your pocket protector t-shirt and like reek of mothballs. Every girl is just like, we have to run. <laughs> well, even with the like hoodie pockets, shit falls out of them too easily. Like, there's no, there's no security. The True. Yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. You want to be a great stand-up comedian, and I mean, I'm not one. So take this with a grain of salt, obviously. <laughs> However. I think the key would be to just be yourself as much as you can. Yeah. Be humble and tell stories. Tell yeah. stories that's, you can, that's my can goal, relate to. I'm, talk. That's, yeah. Talk like you do on here. Well, they, you know? Yeah, they say just to be, be yourself, you but and, like times fucking 100, basically. Yeah, just amp it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm really All the greats that. do that. Yeah. That's out of their mouths. That's I mean, you can not tell. Me. You can tell too, like just when you listen to somebody's podcast and then you see them do stand up, you can tell it's like they're definitely just amplifying what they do on the For podcast. Sure. And that's the other thing too is I don't want to keep going about it because literally it's just a couple messages here and there, and I'm still waiting for that guy to respond to me. Sure. Yeah, but yeah. When yeah. we go on the Even next if break, you don't talk to him. Yeah. When, still, you should keep yeah, chasing it. Man. For sure. When we go Always on the next break, I'll I'll elaborate more. But, um, sure, dude, it's, it's really cool. But, uh, fucking pocket protectors. Let's get back into that. Next break. <laughs> I probably have like a half hour left. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's keep going. Hour. Which let's is good. Cause we already, I we're mean, a half we're hour into this deep. one. Yeah. yeah. We're already two hours plus. <clears throat> um, um, yeah, dude, what, what is the deal with this fucking government shutdown? I, you can't get fucking your refunds and shit. Uh, this is this is the worst possible topic to bring up with me. Yeah, I don't Same. have a fuck. I don't get it either. I, I don't. I have no idea. I, um, I barely follow. Basically, like now. what Dude, it is like, is he wants to build the fucking wall. So and he's like, trying to force he's trying, us to yes, build it, and we're everybody, even the whole government's going. 
No, you're dumb. Yeah. They just can't handle like it. Like, so. it's unnecessary, remember? That's my, my whole thing, like, people have New Year's resolutions. Yeah. And, like, I'm I'm a Trump supporter. Whatever. Shh, fucking sue me. <laughs> Don't, because I can afford a better lawyer than you. And yeah. by me affording one, I guarantee you my family can. Slander. Whatever. Right. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Continue, brother. I lo- you looked at me, and I, I froze. <laughs> my blood froze. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I realized that I don't support anybody for what it's worth. I don't support. I just, Trump. I, don't support I just support. Else. I don't care. Yeah. I support whoever is there. Like I want the. Right. I want the okay, country. that's fair. That's I a good point. Do a good whoever job. the fuck is president, whoever wins, doesn't matter if they're a piece you of shit. You should root for him anyway. Kind of want him to do a good job. Yeah, yeah. that's I where agree. that's where I'm yeah. at. It's a kind little of, important. So like, I kind of hope he does okay. When he's like really gung ho about something, it's like, all right, well, fucking whatever. But my yeah. New Year's resolution. This year was to stop going on anything politically related on That's Reddit idea, and Fortune. Good idea. Because mm-hmm. you should just avoid politics in general. It's not healthy, man. I mean, no. so it's it's good to know what the fuck's going on when it's important stuff. Yeah. The problem because is it do, if yes. it does affect us. The problem However, is there's things you should discuss, but I think there's also it's, you what need happens to be is, aware, but you don't. You need yes. to not focus on it. Though. What happens? There's too much shit to do. It's not even. It's, such a waste it's of not time. even. It's necessary. I think what it is is that people get too caught up in their own side, and that and then it starts in yeah. a, a yelling match. Well, there if, was, uh, as long as you don't do that and you just discuss things civilly, it, then you're fine. But it, people uh, don't do that. They people don't want it. It's just, all. Everybody is so extreme and. Was it Jordan Peterson? There was somebody talking about how uh, the more people that get added to a conversation about politics, the more hate filled it gets. Which I'm is sure the like decibels. I'm sure the decibels. Go I'm up sure, too. but also it's just the le- the less likelihood there is that anything reasonable is. And nothing's going to end up. And, and no, it's always going to end up the same way. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You're not going to change somebody's mind. I, I that's one number one thing about politics I hate and why I try to avoid it at all costs. Because when you talk politics with people, every single person you're ever going to meet has a different opinion on something than you yep. and that doesn't make them a shitty person which is also the problem with parties is that even if you're a fucking democrat you're still not going to be you aligned don't, you're on not 100% the same as that. every other democrat yeah you're just not that's and the thing too is it just doesn't work no. uh i was talking parties don't work it's that simple i was talking to my grandma about this actually my grandma is one of the only people i discuss politics with because she's very neutral and sees both sides and most people don't. Which do is that. very and she rare. Really, my grandma is probably the, the smartest person, especially because people don't want to be wrong. Yeah, and she really. I think it comes down to that. She really. kind of tries That's to balance it, it, you know. I mean, my grandma, my grandma, this is like a weird flex, but my grandma invested in Apple in like the early nineties, so. I, I feel like she's just really wise and has like that soothsayer kind of mentality where she like she's can, like I like their logo yeah basically yeah. and e- and even <laughs> and if she she's like, not necessarily a genius she holds that role in your perception because that's yes. how she's always influenced you in your exactly life. Right. so it and, doesn't uh, matter that's what she is to you so. exactly but uh, she was telling me um, shit. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone. And it's gone. <laughs> my grandma. My grandma. 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 What were we just talking about? Politics. Politics. Shit slinging. Both sides. Grandma. Both sides. She's not on both sides. You uh, said. She said she's, she's in the middle. Oh, she was. Okay. Her and I were talking about how uh, she always considered like herself to be a liberal most of her life and she's been holding the same opinions and the same uh you know beliefs more or less for most sure. of her life and now she's finding that with social media and uh shit slinging well, for lack of a better term stuff media. like that she's finding that now she's more conservative because that's the way that the bar is going it's the way it's the way the it, world it, works it, it's the way it, society like, works yeah 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 and it's and sh- we were talking about it and it's really confusing because if trump was president when i was 14 or 15 or 16 like if i was in high school or younger yeah. it would be like the complete opposite of what a, a lot of other people felt well and yeah. like now it's like Nobody really knows what side to go on because they're so extreme. 
You know what I mean? They're both shit. They're both yeah, and they're shit. Both they're shit. both shit. They're they both shit. Like so they're both all just a popularity contest. It doesn't work. It's yeah, done. That's, yeah. That's and where the actual it, issue it, is. It gets to the point where it's like you don't even know who to root for. But I think the reason, and like you said, social media is what amplifies that shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why that's they're really so extreme. That's why right it's now. such a ridiculous situation. Yeah, shit just gets fucking blown up, and like little kids have fucking phones and shit now. Dude, my fucking cousin Ethan, he's 11. He got a 3D printer for Christmas. What the fuck? Yeah, it's cool, dude. He's making me a xenomorph. (laughs) (laughs) You thought Uh, it was going to get into something bad. Nah, that's dope. Hell no, I didn't. That's cool. 3D printers are a market to get into. Not a lot of people have them, and if you do, you make random stuff with it, and you can fucking sell it. Yeah. Well, kids, it's like even when I was growing up, it's like we were like learning how to use these things pretty quick. So I think if yeah. you could get into learning how to use a 3D printer, isn't it something that kid, young? Kids learn stuff faster because yeah. they have less stuff in their head, so they, they soak 100% stuff in. Like, and, and they're, they're going to learn. They just They're a sponge, man. They just yeah. want to yeah. learn everything. If you're going to learn an instrument or a language, language you have to be one. younger. It's easier. It's when not you're even that you the, could still do it later, yeah. but it's way easier younger. Yeah, I don't know. You're not thinking about like getting laid. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's all you mean. I don't know if it's. I mean, with with a kid, language is different because. With language, when you're a developing human being, you, like, automatically have, like, an innate, uh, like, readiness to develop whatever context for communication is surrounding you. So, like, if you're – and it's, like, it's weird, too, because if you're a little kid and you're surrounded by – other little kids, you'll learn to talk really fast if they are learning to talk. Like everybody yeah. involved will learn to talk really fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're going to learn the language of whatever is around you. So your your parents, if your parents are from Boston, but you're only ever knew Oswego, you'll still have a Boston accent because you were raised around them. Actually, it's funny. Way. We mentioned Alex Breitbeck earlier. Yep. He's just like that. Mm-hmm. He still has a little, a little tinge of the Boston accent, even though he's lived in Oswego most of his life. Yeah. But he grew up the first like five six years of his life in Boston yeah but also his fucking family probably still yeah like, they were older in Boston so yeah. they're not gonna change accents are weird they're a really Very cool weird. topic I was wicked heavy into accents for a while like scarily into them cause uh people always tell me God, like do you, know Z- do you know Just Zamaya for it. do you know Just Zamaya France <laughs> what was that Zamaya France no you know Zamaya right he was in uh, As I Wake, the guitarist. No? No. Doesn't ring a bell. Really? Man. Black dude, wicked huge afro. The only black guy in a swiggo, I think. <laughs> like one of the dozen. He definitely wasn't. Wait. He clearly wasn't. But well, obviously, anywho, yeah, obviously, obviously not. But, I know, but like, anywho, yeah. Uh, um, wicked, wicked good friend of mine. But we were talking one night, and... Uh, he was hanging out, actually, he came to a guy's night, and he was sitting there listening to me, my dad, Wes, and Big Wes talk, and he called it the Jones Ebonics. <laughs> like, he was watching us talk, he was talking about how we all talked in a weird way when we're all together, compared to when of we're course. with our friends, yeah. and I started to notice that when I'm with yeah. other people. It's like that like, one gun in Destiny where it's more powerful when other people are wielding it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like a, it's, like a, yeah. it's like a cleric or a paladin or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like an area of impact. Yeah, of AOE. <laughs> like, and That's it's funny, real. too, because I started noticing it Like when I hang out with Seth. My my, and this is gonna circle back to my grandma too. When I hang out with Seth, my my mannerisms and uh, my demeanor changes. But when I hang out with like Dan, it's the same way. You know, if you and I hung out, it'd be different yeah. with the two of us. Different dynamics. Yeah, different and relationships. Uh, my grandma was telling me this is the most important thing she's ever said to me was that uh, your entire personality is made up of the five people you spend the most time with. That's makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So she, I remember it was when I was going through a lot of stuff and I was hanging out with, I wasn't doing bad stuff, but I was hanging out with people that did do bad stuff or were known for doing it. And she was like, do you really want to be around these people? Do you want to be like them? That's so you got to start being around people. You'll ever learn, yeah. Man. So I think I was 18 or 19. It's a hard lesson to learn. But it is when you have to cut out real. The, the, and I did it again. You have to take a look in the mirror at some point in your life. You have to take a look in the mirror and go, where am I at? And where do I want to be? And 
what's stopping me from getting there. And exactly. if you're surrounding yourself with people that are negative or that have no drive oh, in life, they're just floating the and one. you're getting drive. You feel it in you like, man, I really want to be doing something more yeah. than this. And everybody around you is going, well, where's the weed at? Let's just party. Relax. Yeah. Oh, you going, I'm not coke? fucking going to relax. Yeah. I want to do something more than this. Right. Then you need to cut those people it's and find thing, people dude. that are also trying to do big shit. And it's like, it, it's, that was tough for me. It's It, right, it stinks yeah. because when you first start doing that, you think that you're not going to ever have that much fun again. But you realize but that you're gonna, have, you're gonna have you're gonna have different you're gonna have different kinds of fun and yeah. better, more productive kinds of fun. You know, like going back to you know the two girls I was hanging out with, like the stuff we were doing. You know, going to see we saw Offspring together. You know, waking That's fucking ballsy. amazing time going hiking. I never went hiking. You know, going to apple orchards and shit. And like, I really wish I didn't fuck that up because it was, those are two people that I would want in that five. But you know, you make mistakes. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you of do. course you do. And, you, you make know, mistakes, you learn from them, and you make new relationships, new people, yeah. but, and you uh, don't do the shit you did before that didn't work. Yeah, and that's the that's thing. That's, that's all you can that's do. That's the thing man. that sucks yeah. is that, like, or I you wish just they keep weren't... doing the same thing. And oh, then, you never and, learn. Yeah, you, and then you never learn. learn. And it sucks that, uh, like, they were the trial run for that, like, uh, uh, that OS. Somebody always is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody yeah, always is. Somebody has to be. That's the most important. I was Windows XP. Right, and then right. I was transitioning into Windows Vista. And yeah. then when I was hanging out with them, and now I'm Windows... And you realize Windows Vista was shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but then you move into Windows 8. So. Yeah, and yeah. I, Windows 8, I'm trying to skip. I'm yeah. trying to go straight trying to, to go Windows straight 10. To 10. <laughs> yeah, you don't need the touch controls. No, no, I don't want people oh, touching me. <laughs> yeah, man. I feel like that that doesn't apply. That kind of mindset in life is definitely the most productive. And it's, it seems to be the most effective in trying to like progress as a human being. Yeah. But that's nowhere clearer than in dating, like Dude. in intimate relationships. Right. Dude, it's Because it's every, every relationship you have, you have to be you able learn to look something. at it. And when it's all said and done, whenever it's over, you have to be able to look back on that uh, like and take something honestly and go, yes. what did they do that I don't like so I can avoid that? And further relationships, and what did I do that wasn't okay? So I cannot do that anymore right. either. And, and you're gonna be a better person. That is you're the, gonna find somebody yeah. who's a better person, and that's the only move you can make. Yeah, it's, you got to do it. I would have. I would not be with Stace right now if it wasn't for that mindset. I and always. That's, had that's that the thing that keeps and like and I, and I see Seth with Katie. Like it's actually really cool that uh, I right now am going through a weird phase as far as relationships and intimacy goes where it's like sure. you're not really sh I'm 22 you're not really sure what you want you're so and then young you dude. think oh you got God. you think you have what you want and then you realize it's bad but it's no, almost too late and it's going no back clue, man. dude yeah. I, yeah I that's well you know scary. you're in a good you're in a good spot but uh, it's a scary spot and, um, and yeah it, well you know there's guys like well starts with a v and he you know has issues with you know he had a, a girl that he was attached to because it was his first girlfriend yeah and, and because of she that, she was extreme garbage. Yes, and breaking the strings was hard for him. Yes, and still is. And he's gonna learn a lot from that relationship. Yes, yeah. When all is said and done. But when he comes out of it and realizes all of it, yeah. Yes. And I'm really, it takes a long I'm really, time. I'm really thankful that I'm friends with you guys, and also that a lot of my, fr I well, would it's say, good to surround yourself with people who have been where you. Yeah, be. I was gonna right. say, like, I would say, well, part of it is taking the advice. Most yeah. people don't want. Most to. Most people yeah. don't want to, but. If you're smart, if you're committed to exactly. being a better person or just not even necessarily like not even being a improving better yourself. person, but just improving yourself yeah, in general, yeah, yeah. like you yeah. still be a good person like it's, and make mistakes and learn more, you know, yeah. it's, of course. It's really cool that all of my, I would honestly say all of my friends are older than I am because I started I out, fair. I started out hanging out with Wes when I was, you know, born. But then I really started hanging out with Wes and, you know, the guys and you. Everybody, yeah. And when I was, like, stuff. 14. Yeah. And you got, you were, when I was 14, you were my age. Yeah. You were 22. Mm -hmm. So that's fucking crazy to me. Like, I've been yeah. out of high school for eight and, years. And uh, when I started out in high school, you were already where I am now. And, dude, worth noting about that. Like, you were talking earlier about how, like, you don't realize times are good until you look back on them and they're gone, you know? For me, Jonesy's is the best example of that of, of all time because Jonesy yeah. saved my fucking life. 
because at that time in my life, in my early 20s, like 21, 22, I had no clue what the fuck I was doing. I was directionless. I was the most depressed I've ever been in my life. I had no fucking clue what I was going to do. No clue, man. Uh, Burn wasn't really doing shit. And I got brought into this house with these people that cared about me, like, more than most of my family. Yeah. You know? That's, that was the big and, thing, too. like, offered me guidance in a in a point in my life where I just didn't have any. You right. Know? And, like, like, Jonesy is like a father to me. Yeah. I think he's like I, that I to everybody. And Diane, too. I can't thank him. And Diane, like, hey, just yeah, as much. Yep. two of them, really. I can't thank those guys enough for how much they, they legit changed my life they mm. actually did because when i would go there i would always have hearts to hearts with those dudes with with jonesy and diane because i would just be they could tell i had just had no clue what i was doing mm. and i was i was hurting it was a bad time for me yeah. and they would like like jonesy's the, the reason i bought my first house because when i was with stace we got engaged and i had already gone through so, so many years of working on myself and trying to become the best person I could be and figure out who I am, you know. I'd already done all that and was on the other side and was yes. feeling great. Matt Stace got engaged and because Jonesy had always been that mentor for me, I went to him and first and was like, "Where what the fuck should I do about us getting our own place?" And he goes, "You guys are engaged, buy a house. I'm going to tell you exactly how to do it." <clears throat> and he taught me how to buy our first house. I I credit him 100%. Mm-hmm. For the reason that I even own a home. Bought my first home before I was 30. We love you, Uncle Wes. We love you, yeah, Anthony. Love you, you guys, love you guys so much. Uh, can't stay. Yeah, but that doesn't take away from our own parents. But it's a no, different course, It's a different. It's a different guidance. Because it's really strange when you get the unconditional love and genuine affection from people that aren't obligated to give it they, to you. They, were, they, they yes. didn't owe me anything. Yeah. They took a lot they of people in. They didn't owe me in. shit. To even people who just wanted to stay there for a little while. Yeah, yeah dude, I could even when they got burned by it. Well, I'm not yeah. gonna say any names, but yeah. we, we all know. know. <laughs> yeah, people yeah. that that they reached out to and they got burned royally. It didn't yeah. matter because they knew they were doing something. They right. wanted to take the risk either way. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, because... they genuinely cared about all of us. Yeah, and that's and that's the cool thing. Like you know, and you can reflect on that. And it's like what what Uncle Wes told me something. <laughs> The first time we did mushrooms together. That's yeah, a shocker. <laughs> that says it all. I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to even say my age. I, I basically, I was 15. Don't even worry about it. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so we were sitting there and I remember we ate mushrooms and we went upstairs and he pulled up like an old football game, like an old Cowboys game. We sat there and watched it while a party was going on, mind you. He just pushed the DVD in and he, he looked at me and I remember he goes, he goes, so he goes, so I'm your uncle. He goes, which means I'm basically your dad. He goes, but I'm doing this because I want to, not because I have to. Teach me all these things. Right. And, uh, you know, I, I love my dad. I love my mom, too. They're both fucking great. They're really, uh, they. I put them through fucking shit, dude. Like, if <laughs> I put them through, I'm still putting them through shit. Like, oh. But anyway, pocket <laughs> protectors. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, like, it's, it's really, it's, uh, like, I'll, I'll, like, I don't know if you believe in an afterlife. I like to because it's nice to fantasize about. But I know if there's an afterlife, It'd be nice. if there's an afterlife for me, it's Brandon Trail and it's just nonstop. Like you know, <laughs> yeah, going there. You know, go. I like my favorite thing going there was because you know I would always go there wicked early before anybody else did, and be there would be just me, Wes, Diane, Christy, and Wes, and probably Paul. We would go there together. And, Mm -hmm. like, set up for the night. And, like, seeing, like, seeing how excited everybody saw, or, wow, seeing how excited, seeing how excited everybody was when not only, like, say that you texted Wes, I'm on my way, and we'd all be sitting there and Wes would be like, oh, Dave's on his way, or Seth is on his way. And, like, and you would get there and then, oh, yeah, everybody would hug whoever came in. And then it was like, all right, word. It's about to be an amazing time. And what's crazy is that unless the police were involved, there was nothing bad that ever happened. And even I've, when the police were involved, still it really wasn't, wasn't that bad. bad. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't that bad. I mean, Which Jonesy is really, was pretty good at talking them down. He yeah. knows a lot of people. <laughs> he, he's very good at controlling situations. He really is. Like he's that. the master negotiator. He taught me very well. Jo- Jonesy's just... 
Uh, that I, place changed who I was. Yeah. Uh, that was like the beginning of me going down like the path of, I don't know, redemption. Like just trying to just if, finally putting pieces together and if, figuring out if who you're, I was. If you're a 30 year old self, I've, I've formed told, so many relationships that are my most valued relationships. Yes. That yeah. Place. It's like, I can only hope yeah, people that I would have never expected. I, I can really only hope that someone, you and I, that my kids, <laughs> if and, if and like when that. I have kids, it's like, get to experience it. Like I, that. Yeah. There has my to be, God, man. It, it's like, there's not really a, it, it's a sanctuary. And we were yes, all, it was a we were all like, in a way, a lot of lost teenagers. We, we were all like misfits were. and yeah. outcasts. Yeah. Like, like you said, none of us had any reason to ever be friends with each other. No, right. like why the know. fuck would I have been there? The only reason I ever stepped foot in that building is because Schwalik started dating Christy and was like, "Dude, you're gonna love it here. You're gonna fit right in. This is a good place for you." Because he knew I was yeah. hurting. Yeah, 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 he was yeah. like, "This is a good spot for you, man." And he would just bring me, tag me along to parties. And I instantly clicked with specifically Jonesy. Yeah. Well, and I, I was in. And then it's I, like what we were talking guys, about man. earlier, though. It's like it's all the good parts of partying and having a good time, but none of the bad parts. That's yeah. how it was there. And like, and I know the bad parts of partying. Yeah. Oh, for that's sure. what I was coming out do. of the other yeah. side of. And like, we all, there. we all, you know, people will talk about it. We'll talk about it. And you'll have people that are listening and you're talking to family members usually at least in my case they're like oh well all you did there you guys just got fucked up and it's like no like i made all my friends there like i wouldn't this podcast wouldn't be a thing if i never went there if you and nope. i never met there no you there know? was plenty of times, i wouldn't be sitting here there was plenty no. of times where i didn't do any i would drink a couple of beers and drive home yeah it's not like you go you're not going there to party you're going, you're not there, going to there to see. get fucked up you're going to there to see the, your team yeah yeah, and it was like family. I just remember like the fact that Ray, who was only there for one party, Dude, it's still like you talks to in. Big West. Like that's the crazy thing is he still yeah. talks to him like frequently, and he was there and he lived with Big West just for the break we had for Halloween for SUNY, uh, like OCC. But all of SUNY had it was like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, mm-hmm. and Ray and I lived there while he was there. You know, I wasn't gonna leave him there alone. And he still talks to him about it. And that's crazy to me. Because this is, like I said, this is a dude that has a completely different lifestyle and upbringing. Growing up in fucking Harlem. Yep. And then living in Syracuse and being best friends with me. And then partying just the one night. The rest of it was like, it was just a guy's night the whole time. Because the rest of us were all, you know, either in school or working part-time. Because we were all pretty young yeah. still. Yeah. You know, so everybody was there the whole time. <clears throat> it's like so foggy in here. I can't. It is. It is. Like it really that is. Shit, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> when we see that. brother. No. Nash. Yeah. My, my ultimate example of Jonesy, my ultimate example of Jonesy's forming unlikely relationships that have stayed with me the rest of my life was Joss Allen. Because yeah. I met her there when you guys were dating, and she is like a sister to me now. Yeah. She's still one of the number one people that I talk to, like, the most out of yeah. everybody. She's one of my best friends. Yeah, you guys family. have been best she's friends best for friends. Time, she's but... best friends with me and Stace, dude. Yeah. She's one of Stace's <clears throat> best friends. I would yeah. say. And that is somebody that there is no chance I would have ever met. Yeah. Right. How the why? Why would I've ever met her? And right. Except for even, I met her through you at that. Even at, just at um, even me meeting Burn, like you guys, yeah. all you guys, really. Yeah. I wouldn't have known any of you guys without that kind of stuff. Yeah. Without Jones or, or or even just prior, music in general. Just music in general. Yeah. yeah. Like it's I like, remember your brother. I don't because because you, you guys are how how your guys are older than me. So you guys were getting yeah. out of high school like the year after I had gotten I, in. I am I to you what you were to him. Right. Like you guys were a little bit older and he was there because he yeah. was cool and he kind of clicked. And that's what you were to us. Like you were cool and clicked with us, even cool. though you were younger. So it didn't matter. And because there were of that, plenty though, of that kids was, that didn't that click dope. and we were going, fuck these. You've right. got to leave. Yeah. Because of that, though, it's like you get the group of guys that you're friends with that also meshes with that mm-hmm. older group. I remember like I would say the, the most unlikely friendship I have out of everybody and like this is, I mean, because he's, you know, more than any of us here. Just Joe, out of everybody there, the craziest mm-hmm. thing to me is that when I see Joe, it is a fucking moment, and I remember every time I see him, no matter where I am, because 
I remember he was like, you know, I have an older brother, but he lives in Jacksonville. And sure. that whole situation, we could do a whole two hours on me just venting about it, but whatever. So he was like the, an old, like Wes was obviously an older brother. And all Joe's, you guys Joe's were. just a really And Joe guy. was just correct the, like, most genuine, he nicest. Dog, but he's a good dude. He did, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe. Yeah, I can't say enough about him. I love but him. But he, um, it was just crazy. The amount, like, I would say him, I would say Joe was yeah, definitely the How the, the fuck would you one. ever meet him? Yeah, exactly. How, Other like, than because he's older than you are, isn't he? He's like he's 30, like six 30. months older than me. Yeah. So yeah, and like similar and like you too. Yeah, we knew each other. I would never have met you. And Jake gave me guitar lessons for a while. Yep. Like how the fuck do yeah. Wicked wouldn't have met Jake? Yeah, because he's even he's he three got, years older than me. He got me into guitar because I had just started playing acoustic in school. Like when I was like thirteen, we had like I was over there for whatever, and Jake was there hanging out with Wes. You were probably there. Yeah, and probably. like if Jake was, usually yeah. And we Jake, and I remember together. Jake was like, "Oh, you're playing guitar in school," and I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Do you like it?" I go, "Yeah," but I'm not really good. He goes, "Oh well, you know." He goes, well, whenever whenever I'm here and you're here, we can just play guitar together. And we mm-hmm. did that. Like, every time Jake was there and I was there, it was like, let's go in the computer room where the treadmill was that nobody used. And yeah. we, he would just... Dude, me. yeah. <laughs> I slept on the floor in that place so many times. <laughs> slept on the treadmill a couple times. Yeah. Like, they had no, they just, uh, Dude, I love it. Hoping it was more comfortable. That, that room, it wasn't. That, it room was is, that room is so 90s because that yeah. computer was, like, from 1999. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... I, I hate to cut this off, but yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, that's I all right. Fucking go. That's all right. We could talk. We so we'll definitely do this again. Oh, for sure. Next for sure. time we do this, we should talk about Jonesy's more. Yeah, because we we'll talk about that all day. There's too day. much. <laughs> there's too much material. Just, I, I would love to just sit here and just have a retrospect about all the best memories. Yes, and fuck like yeah, all dude. the friendships and everything. Kind of Im- like a, it's important to do this, especially where you're at in your life right now. Yeah. I promise you, doing that will be very good for you. Be very healthy. Very man. cool. That's a very smart idea. Yeah, and it's but just yeah. I'm just I just feel like I just all in all I just feel blessed because like you know hashtag blessed yeah. hashtag blessed. hashtag blessed man hashtag now blessed. there's a, we've all been very lucky to meet a lot of people yeah. in our extended circles right where yeah. even if it's like like if Seth comes to a, like like I have a birthday party and I invite a bunch of of the crew right and you guys come to that party you know that my other groups of friends are gonna be there like my bands are gonna be there Mark and like Noodle and yeah, those guys and are gonna, gonna be there instantly it's not like, gonna matter boom. everybody's just gonna yeah. Yeah. Nope, and we're that's, all friends. I yeah. would say the other common, common friends. I would you know? say besides Joe and obviously like you and the rest of the guys, like the the, the main circle with like sure. me, Wes, and Paul, and Seth, and Sean, and Vinny, and Brian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the Berlins. Sure, yeah. Dude, Mark and, and Aaron, I, Mark I and Aaron are two of my like great best friends of mine, friends. but like, they're, they're cool guys. I fucking love Mark and Every and Aaron, time dude. I see those guys I at parties so or something, much. it's always cool. Dude, they are the... Even though we don't really hang out, like, you know. Uh, we had the New Year's Eve thing at the house on 3rd Ave. Sure, yeah. Uh, I remember that. I, I was there. Well, the, the last week, I mean. Oh, never mind. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking the, of the last Christy and I fucked up on the planning because I didn't know that... Uh, I was allowed to invite people <laughs> until like the day of, <laughs> but that's ah, all good. It was like that same feeling what you get at Brandon Trail when people are like, "Oh, we're on our way." Was the same feeling I got when Mark and Aaron were like, "We'll be there." Because the minutes. same, it's the same fucking Christmas. Yeah, and yeah. it was like, doesn't matter what the house is. It really doesn't. You, it right. just flows. the house is part of the memories for us, but it doesn't matter. It's I would say music tied us in. The most, music was though. probably the biggest time, yeah. for, at least for like. I I a remember. Lot of oh my god. I, yeah, well, you gotta go. We'll yeah, get into yeah. this later. We'll get into this for another sure. time. But <laughs> for thanks sure. for having me again. Dude, this was yeah. cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go. Uh, it was good, like talking. Not like About we didn't have any point. We didn't have any point. Like last time, it was like we know we got to get to music at some point yeah, because yeah. that's like kind of the reason I'm here. But now. Fuck that. We're yeah. just going to talk about whatever. Next time we get together, we'll talk about Brendan Trail. We'll talk about good oh, memories sure. and shit. Mm-hmm. We're also going to talk about Bigfoot because we didn't get on that this yeah. time. And that's bullshit. God damn it. We need to get on Bigfoot. Bigfoot is blurry. That's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a large out of focus monster roaming the countryside. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, everybody. Thanks for having me, guys. Oh, anytime, we'll man. do this again anytime. soon, man, for sure. We'll see you. Peace. Clear Shots is available on any of your favorite podcast platforms. ClearShotsPodcast.com is the best place to find all of our social media links. You can find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at ClearShotsPod. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time.